Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Salush, and welcome to yet another episode. Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy this show, please show your support by subscribing to this podcast, and I hope you'll give us a five-star rating, as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode or on any of the other podcasts at rabbialushpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please join me on Facebook and YouTube. So there I ask, what is the secret to success? Or better, what was the secret to the success of two of the 12 spies that we read about in this week's Torah portion of Shalach? Because only two of the 12 spies, Yahushua and Kalev, succeeded in their mission to successfully explore the land of Israel with vision and optimism as we read about again in this week's portion. But how did they see light when all others, when all others could see was darkness? Why did they feel hope when others were conquered by despair? The answer, friends, is telling. These two spies, Yoshua and Caleb, were deeply anchored and unwaveringly connected to something greater than themselves. Before their departure on this great mission, they both went to draw strength and inspiration from the source of their connection. Joshua received the blessing of his teacher Moses, and Caleb went to pray for success in his mission at the resting places of our patriarchs and matriarchs in Hebron, Israel. During my rabbinic studies in Milano, Italy, the great Rabbitson, rabbi's wife of the city, Mrs. Bassi Gorelick, shared with us a revealing moment. The year was 1959, she said. She was preparing to leave a vibrant community in New York to assume the mantle of Jewish leadership in Milano alongside her husband, Rabbi Gershon Garelik. Suddenly, a teacher of old approached her with sharp criticism. You're doing a mistake, a teacher remarked. Why would you leave your vibrant community in New York to lead the assimilated Jews of Italy? The secularism of Italian society will permeate your home and influence you negatively. Basi, you will lose it all. And the teacher persisted. Analogically, it is like taking warm waters and mixing them with cold waters. You, Basi, are warm, but Italy is cold. Ultimately, your warm waters will become cold by the cold Italian waters. Astounded by her teacher's harsh words, Mrs. Garelic replied unhesitatingly. Teacher, you are correct. However, your analogy is true only if the warm waters are taken off their source of fire. But if they remain on it, they will forever remain warm. Until this very day, Mrs. Gerelik has remained on her source of fire, connected and guided by Torah and its values, and she has thrived. Today, Italy's jury is blossoming, and it is much because of her, her husband, and their source of fire. Friends, today, in our turbulent world, we too need to adhere to our divine fires, perhaps more than ever. We too need to be rooted in ideals that are greater than us, that warm us and illuminate our lives, so that the coldness and darkness of the world does not overpower us. In the words of my friend, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, the more things change, the more we must rely on things that do not change. And so I beg you, let us follow the example set forth by Joshua and Caleb, those two spies, by Mrs. Gerelik and her husband, Rabbi Gershon, and so many others. Let us connect to the values of our heritage 
to the principles of our traditions, to the light of our divine fire, our souls. Let us pick one mitzvah, one good deed, or perhaps even just one role model and shining ancestor to learn from. And let us allow their lights to permeate, warm us, and illuminate our lives and our world.